0: You're listening to a DM podcast.
1: We are underway.
0: G'day, guys. Welcome to Talking League. We're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. I'm your host, TK, and I'm here with the boys. G'day, Andy. Hey,
1: gone going, TK? How you going, Corby?
0: And Corb's. Snake. How are you, brother?
1: How are we,
2: boys?
0: <laughs> do, you saints, do you want your Saints Do you want your thing
2: again? <laughs> nah, we'll we'll move on. We'll move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pack show tonight, boys. We've got all the burning fantasy relevance from Team List Tuesday. Clarky will join us for all the news and rumours, and we'll also answer all your questions coming from our social media. I've got quite a few questions, so thank you to everyone that sent in a question. But quite a bit of a TLT, probably the most spicy one, boys, of of this this year got plenty to – I'll, I'll probably just run through a few and then we'll just smash through some of our burning questions. So the Broncos, they're punted, Milford, new. TPJ starts and Ricky's benched. Kurt Mann's back and Br- Bradman Best is back for Newcastle. Wade Graham and Josh Dugan will miss w- with HIAs. Sif Italikai is back on the bench. The Storms, Harry Grant, still on the bench at this stage. Manly, Tommy Turbo, he's back, baby. <laughs> and the rookie, Ham- I'm just going to call him Hamoli – And he's starting. His first start since last year. Uh, West Tigers, they're going to be debuting gun hooker, Jake Simpkin. Big Stefano, his first start, baby. Look
1: at him smile. Look at him smile.
0: Jacob Little, he's been punted. The Raiders, former uh, Penrith fullback, Caleb Atkins, he starts at fullback for... CNK and that para Dylan Brown unfortunately suspended. Bull Smith starts there. Josh Maguire he's signed with the Dragons. He's on an extended bench. The Warriors they return with Peter Hiku and Joshy Curran starts in the back row, and finally the Cowboys in Jason Tamulola he returns and unfortunately the Hammer he'll be missing this week. But boys, let's rip in. We got plenty of questions coming from just the T TLT. Andy, let's start with you. Because you're a big fan of both TPJ and we're all a holder of Jordan Ricky. So, what's your thoughts on those two, man?
1: Yeah, Ricky unfortunately is a sell uh, in my opinion. He starting from the bench last year and uh, and this year. I don't know, last year, twenty four point eight fancy points. So, from the data we have, he's not going to hit his be. This yeah. uh, I think he's made enough money. And look, if he if benches for him, I think he's a sell. Yeah. With TPJ on the other hand. He's, he's starting from the edge last year, averaged 51.5 fancy points. So, it's pretty much what he's averaging now. So, if you do pick him up, uh, it's sort of like a like for like. So, I don't know what, who you have to sell with Ricky plus or someone else for TPJ, but uh, I, I would say TPJ is just wait one more week mm. uh, and see how he goes on the edge because uh, he's, he's to, topsy-turvy. You don't know if he's going to stay there, he's going to go prop. He's that versatile forward sort of edge player. So, yeah, Ricky, yes. Uh, Ricky's a sell, yes. TPJ, a possible buy.
0: Nice. Now, the Roosters, Corby, how do we pronounce this? Ben Marshed? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Marsh- Marshky. Marshy. I think that's probably oh, yeah. closer yeah. than I got, but he's beaten his judiciary charge, so the Roosters finally got a hooker. So he's Is that- quite, he's a, he's a cheapie, 234K. Now, Adam Kieran does return on the bench, but Sam Verrill's still around four weeks away. Freddie Lusick now eight. Out six weeks, and obviously Jake Friend's suspended. But he scored a little 41 from 63 minutes. And he's probably someone to keep in the the radar, especially if something again happens to Sam Verrills, because they're short on hookers, and I guess he's a placeholder. So you're probably not going to pick him up because of Simpkin, obviously coming in at the Tigers. He's got a little bit more job security. But if anything was to happen to Simpkin, then this guy can get some job security. He's pretty cheap at 234, and he's making some cash. Got a round six break-even at five. So at hooker... He's someone to keep on the radar, especially if those injuries continue. What do you reckon, Corbs?
2: Yeah, there's two little cheeky ones in uh, him and uh, Simpkins coming in and a couple others are just starting to max out, so it's good news. For sure. But
1: what what string is he, 11th string hooker?
0: Oh, something like that. They're nearly <laughs> going to bring their SG ball guy in. Jesus. <laughs> Corby, Josh Maguire, he's quite – he could be fantasy relevant, mate. He's joined a really good club. He's gone from the cellar – from the shit house to the clubhouse. Was that what they say? The penthouse? Because the Dragons are going pretty good, mate.
2: Yeah, he's chasing another premiership and it's a good move um, <laughs> to get his hands on another
1: trophy. <laughs> he, hear the mighty Dragons fans roar.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I actually disagree. Not at his age. Uh, they've got an 80 minute hooker or he locked into McCulloch. So that brings four forwards or that sort of rotating middle third player. I think they've been playing Willie Arme. Uh, lately, I've seen him playing fifty minute role at best, and, mm. and sort of that forty five minute average. McGuire's always been that value pick when he's got those bigger minutes. Um, Dragons won't lose anything in the middle with the rotation, uh, with the purchase of McGuire, so he'll be good in that way. Um, and just apart from three to four stupid penalties, that's what's going to be the negative with him on there. Hey, call me. Yeah, Josh McGuire
0: sent through a message for
2: you. Yes!
0: I can't believe you know he knows the team song. He sent that They'll, to me personally.
2: Not hard. <laughs> there'll be a, there'll be a few Warriors listeners that I'll be tagging in the uh the team song this week when we get over him.
0: Oh, big Carl Lomas. He he's been sending messages all week, just giving it to you. He reckons he's yeah. going to pump you.
1: Call, yeah. please give, please call. Just, um, just go the Warriors. <laughs> yeah,
2: just out, I know he's probably going to be a bit of a loser in this one. I think he might go back to the bench just because he offers a bit more attack from the bench, but um. Yeah, I'm not saying Maguire's is going to be uh, maybe in draft if you can pick him up as that sort of sort of fill-in forward uh, mid, the 45, but nah, not in classic.
1: All Do you right. reckon he gets the uh, same minutes as Fulmano? Do you reckon they mirror image that, or he'll get more because he's a star player?
2: So, I don't know. Mm. He's aging, so probably not. Mm. Boys,
0: Tommy Turbo, he's on our lips. And it's actually funny that you speaking about Jordan Ricky. There is an opportunity... To actually sell Ricky, get Turbo, and make money—is anyone going to take a punt in round six?
1: He's probably—I've been terrible with a punt. Uh, look at my previous punting from the the pod. So I'm going to stay, stay clear of this guy. All right, I I'm going to go elsewhere. I can't I can't put a risk on him. He's done me in the past. He's where even last year I think we come in. It was cheap, but yeah, not enough nah for me.
0: Cobbs.
2: Uh, I was going to give him a week to see how he goes, but looking back at his like – he had a 37 average last year uh, – a 37 break, and his average was only 45. His first game back round one last year was 17, and then mm. when he came back from his re-injury, he scored that minus one. So <laughs> I, I just need to see him get through a game before I go looking at him. Well, they do, a- they, they do have a good draw, though, coming up.
0: Yeah. I'm definitely probably going to do it next week for Ricky. I've oh, just we'll used – I used my two trades – So, Tarpini stays. Sorry, Joseph, you're going to have to start performing. But Tommy, not Tommy Turbo, James Sodeska has gone. I don't like him without Keery. So, I've punted him. Cleary's in. And I've also punted Little for Simkin.
1: That's a good one, I reckon. I have to. Little will
2: be top of the list for punting this week.
0: I just can't cop any more fake points that Cleary just keeps getting. Like, it's costing me week by week. So, may as well just join all the gibberers with him. Come
2: ride the unicorn, mate. Exactly, bud.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So Tommy Turbo next week because I've got to get rid of – I think Ricky's at his – as I think you've properly explained there, Andy. I think he's at his peak for now. I think he'll be coming back. I just think it's a good opportunity for him to learn off the bench. Remember when Madison kind of called him raw? This is the thing is he's burnt. Like he had five 80-minute games. He's done. Like they need to rest him for a little while. He could come back and be handy after round ten or eleven. So no,
1: hundred percent agree. And like you said, they just, it, they did, maybe they just relied on him too much because he was a, it was he killed that second game. Mm. And they were bringing a more experienced team and bringing him off the bench. Like he could get that roll back, but that's when you pick him up back in fantasy. Yeah, hundred percent. He could be, he
0: well. could be at three hundred k when we pick him up next. Could yeah, be exactly. a, a really nice one. All right, moving on, boys. The Next one, we'll stay with the Broncos. Andy. Milford I think we've all had him held Milford at one stage or another he's kind of about that what is it about mid400s remark now he's been dumped is he in your is he a good pickup I mean it's not a good pickup is he a good hold what are we doing with this bloke
1: so look I didn't have him to start off with because he he has burnt me in the past last couple of years and he hasn't got that form from 2016 and he's just yeah I, I think he's on his way down. So he's definitely not a hold for me. His price is five hundred and fifty one K, which is quite a bit. He did have a like good couple of good games last two games, but um I think being dropped I think he's done his time is done. So with I have got four little four quick players that you can probably fill in for him. Okay. So my number one would be Sell him, get pick up shoe stuff. Shoes is four hundred eighty one k, but he is still good value because he's was well, he scored sixty nine points last week. The week before it was high, uh, low, high forties. Yep. Uh, so he's still with him. The DPP another great mm. position. Yep. Number two will be Sam Walker. If you haven't already got him, he's three hundred five k and he's killing it. Number three will be Sullivan at four hundred fifty four k. So you still saving hundred k there. Uh, he and he's locked down that spot. The Warriors averaging fifty seven points. And my fourth one, a little bit of a smoky, would be mm. Kurt Mann with no pierce to take points off him at the Knights. Um, he's got um, – I just forgot his name. Oh, Blake, Blake Green. Green. Yeah, Blake Green to steer the ship, and he's just there to run the ball and create offloads and make sort of those side crab walk tackles, that are, um, the crab walk tackle breaks that he does. So, Have you had the price of a, a man smoky. in front of you, Andy? Yeah, 539K. So he's 20K cheaper than um, – than Milford. So okay, that's, the- a, that's an
0: interesting one. He have a pretty mm. low break even too when he had the stage Be interesting to see what he is. But moving on, boys. Corby, I'm going to give you just. I know you, you've been waiting for this. Stefano, <laughs> you've been calling it all off season.
2: Yeah, it is good when some things come through, but oh, there was plenty of others. But I was a massive fan of him, and how good he's been on fire. Um he's got that points per minute of the 1.06 already made the 150k he's you he can still get on him that said we missed the bait i don't think you have his average of 30 i probably still see him getting to that 45 average so he's yeah priced at the average of 30 so he's still got 150k to make that's a minimum if his minutes do increase and they've said that he's a big minute player um, yeah i I'm happy. I think most people did have him. I haven't seen many teams without him on the emergency list, but he could start to make his way into the starting side for some. Like, I've got Alvaro. Have you, have you got him
0: on draft still, Corbs?
2: Yeah, yeah. I've got him in draft, and he well, I was pretty weak in the in the mid, so he's been sort of just filling in the gaps. But now he's re- he's probably going to lead. I'm probably going to make him captain. <laughs> Oh, he, love 22, is blind.
1: Jesus. 22% ownership. So a fair few people have him. Oh,
0: yeah. God. Where are we going with this show tonight? All right. Keeping on the cheapies, Manly's, we call him Hamole. We have Olaka'atu. I like that
1: the pronunciation. Yeah, well not,
0: not too bad. Potential cash cow, <laughs> 292K. Now, his first game for the season this year, but last year, he's got a little bit of stats. He's he actually played one. He's an absolute beast of a man. He's a big boy. He debuted one game in round thirteen against the Warriors, and he hit a seventy-eight. He scored a try. He had eight tackle busts, hundred and forty-five meters. He's got a PPM over his five games of 0.8, so he's pretty handy. He's got a little bit of opportunity. Like me and Cobbs were speaking before we got on air, and he, we still don't know about this whole Curtis siren and thing. Like, remember we said four to six, and then four to six got put on top of that. Like, what is it like?
1: I think he's back in the next couple of weeks. So I only think – I think he could even be back next week. I think – unfortunately for Hamoli, because he did have that gun game last, last yeah. year, I think he only has one round in him.
0: So that's the thing. We could all either jump in early and waste the trade or we're all going to miss the boat because we just don't know when Zero's back. This guy could just kill it and hold his spot. But unfortunately, because of the lack of information from Manly, it's probably we just got to put him in a black book. We just don't have the mm. trades, especially leading into this origin period. So we'll see what he is, but I'm really, really looking forward to seeing him. And we haven't had that many kind of cash cows. Unfortunately, he's a mid too, and he's playing on the edge this week. So that's the only other problem as well. You're not, we're going to miss the duel by heaps. So that's the only thing. So we've got to put him in the black book. But next one, boys, is Corbs. Lukey Thompson, he had a cracker of a game last week, the the British Bulldog, but he makes his way into thirteen because Joshie Jackson, he's torn his calf, I think. By memory, it's I think he's a three to six injury. Did I? Yeah. Is that what
1: I saw, boys? Yeah, yeah. it was on, it was on uh, Instagram.
0: Yeah. So Corbs, him at thirteen, he played quite a bit of eighty-minute
2: football last year at thirteen too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. I I wouldn't talk anyone out of this, um, especially with that recent news of the loss of Jackson. That's only sort of pushing you further towards this decision. If you were thinking about it, it see it as a straight swap. Um, you could pick up some big minutes just with Jackson. Mm. Um, he seemed to hold that middle really well, and with no Jackson, he'll be needed even more so. So, he, he played fifty minutes uh, for his first game back, uh, which is a massive win. A bit of footwork of the line attack also seems to be a bonus. He, he got a try, nice line, and got three tackle busts. Um, Break in thirty four priced at that 45 i could yeah, it'd be the time to jump on because he's guaranteed big minutes he, hmm. he's not going to get less than 50 is he yeah. I, I see him taking the huge minutes jackson left um over the next few weeks and he could sort of be at that 50 55 average so you're sort of looking at that 100 150k price or I say, so yeah he's he's a good get if you're looking at him
0: his body looks different too doesn't it? he looks fitter he looks yeah, like he's yeah. had a good off season
1: how about the lucky charms on him? Massive. Yeah. No wonder, no wonder he gets a tackle breaks.
0: Big time, big time. Now, moving on, boys. Another kind of impressive fullback from from Penrith has made his way down to the Raiders. He could get a little bit of an opportunity now with with Chance out for for quite a while as well. But Andy, I think you must must have had Caleb Aikens. I think in from memory in the draft
1: last year, did you? I, I did when um Dylan Edwards was out. He was the one that sort of took on the reins of fullback. Yeah. What are your thoughts? <sighs> Very unimpressive. So the, the Panthers were riding high. He had the perfect opportunity to sort of put a bit of his um uh, flair in the game, but he played eight games for him mm. and he managed to score an average of 24.3 fantasy points. His best score was 33. So There
0: you go. So he's had plenty of a chance to show something.
1: Had, yeah, he's had a chance, hasn't really shown him. And even with the um, Raiders, Seeing Kay only averaged forty last year, so mm. I can't see Caleb topping that, let alone his best of thirty-three last year. So I, I think he's a bit of an avoid if okay. anyone's sort of looking for him.
0: Nice one. Now we'll finish off with Jake Simpkin, boys. Now full credit to the boys, actually full credit to Corbs for showing us his stats. Going back and looking at Corby's little website, the New South Wales thing, and they call it what they call their Knockout Effect Cup, the New South Wales yeah, Cup now.
1: Effect.
0: So he's the leading try scorer. Leading line breaks. He's averaging in fantasy. They've got fantasy stats. 75. He's also the leading tackler. And the next guy down is 51 behind. So not only is he the best defender, he's the best attacker in this league. Now, wow. I've seen plenty of footage of him from his days in Queensland. This boy is impressive. Like, I don't think they would be carrying Moses in by very – they don't need Moses. He was rubbish on the weekend as well. They're going to have to play this guy 80 minutes. This guy's got a lot of game. And at the price that he's coming in at it, at two hundred and what is it, two hundred and thirty k or something? Low break even. You'd be silly, especially now. Little's at the chance now. I think we've all made our cash from him, boys. Like we've made five. We've made. He's at five hundred. You can sell him this week at five hundred. He's not playing this week. You've got to break it. even. Who little?
1: Yeah, little. I think my, I think it was eighteen. I think.
0: Yeah, little's still quite low, but he's just not coming back. This is the time yeah, it's to sell. Fourteen. I don't think you can hold five hundred k on your bench, especially when you have got someone half the price. He's about to take his spot, and he's double as talented. So,
1: well, I suppose oh. he's, he's a perfect cash carry, isn't he? he? He brings him in. He's making money from yourself right off the get go. So, I yep. guess there's no reason to sort of keep little, is there?
0: Yeah, we all in grants so You've got to you've got to do little this week. Oh, to that,
1: sink that, in.
2: Surely everyone's doing that trade.
1: I've punted little, but I've used my money somewhere else. I've brought in some <laughs> another gunning, and I'm excited for him.
2: Yeah, it's
0: interesting. Actually, I just got a message, Kyle. Actually, Billy Walters is back next week as well, which will be interesting. But I think they want to punt him to Ooh. Brisbane, so. That actually could be a bit of a smoky in Brisbane fantasy land. So.
1: Well, they need a good uh, half. So, Let's have a look.
0: I'm just having my little app now. I just want to see how many people have picked up Jake Simpkins. was at 4.10. It was only 2% of people had him, but I guess the news was still pretty raw, right? So He's at 2%. Is he still at 2%? Yeah, 2.1. Well, people so
1: you're the 1%. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It yeah. is also the first day of TLT, so maybe a few people just wait till the Thursday to make their trades. But uh, that's interesting. If he doesn't go up to a five, at least five, I'll be shocked.
0: Maybe we should do a reverse and go. No one should pick up. No, you know what? No one pick him up. You leave him for he us. He's shit. He's <laughs> shit.
1: Yeah, maybe people just wait until next week as well, seeing how he plays. But look, maybe no one else has heard these stats from. Corbs has said, hey, yeah. quick one, if Corbs has given you this stats for Jack Simpkins, yeah. does that mean he gets off the snake for giving you a hooker back? No,
0: nah, he just told me that the New South Wales Rugby League has a page. He tried, oh, so You, you do, know what? He's right. already tried to spice me. He goes, oh, let's do Egan for – for what's his name? Simkin this afternoon. I okay? go, No. <laughs>
2: I've got, the, I've got the baby gate, mate. I'm sorted. I just because... picked
0: up a 75 hooker in New South Wales Cup, mate. He's worth at least 120.
2: Just <laughs> yeah, a 40. He scores by two.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 all right, boys. Let's quickly just jump over and catch up with Clarkie, and then we'll come back and answer all your questions. You've got mail. All right, guys. Joining me for the latest news and rumours is Clarkie from Clarkie's Rugby League. Column. Clarkie, good to catch up, my man.
3: Yeah, beautiful to talk to you again, TK. How's everyone going?
0: Doing good, mate. Thanks for jumping on again. Big, big, big day in rugby league. Big day for our Sharky supporters. I just want to get your thoughts first on Craig Fitzgibbon's appointment and also how this leaves our Sharkies for the rest of 2021.
3: Yeah, it's a bit of an interesting one. I mean, we spoke a little bit off the air just then and we both tend to agree that Craig Fitzgibbon is a wonderful appointment. He is hands down the best assistant coach on the market at the moment and When you look at assistant coaches that are ready to go to the next stage, there's two that jump out, Cameron Serrato and Craig Fitzgibbon, and the Sharkies have got them both. Where that leaves them from 2022, unfortunately for John Morris, it is in a better position, and that's just due to the fact that Fitzgibbon will have $3 million worth of salary cap room to work with. I do feel sorry for John Morris in that regard because he never really had much of a salary cap to work with. And just some unfortunate things that have occurred. I mean, uh, he loses Bronson Sherry to something completely out of his hands. His best player, Josh Morris, says, I don't want to be here anymore. He's got players like Matt Moylan, Josh Dugan, and Andrew Cicida. All three of those are within the top 20 highest paid players in the NRL. And I think everyone would agree they're probably not living up to that price tag. So Bomber has had a really rough run. He hasn't missed the bonus. He's done a good job. But from a rugby league perspective, as a rugby league fan, I do think the appointment of Craig Fitzgibbon Will leave them in a better spot from twenty twenty two onwards, but where it leaves them for twenty twenty one, well, I think they can kiss any chances of finals goodbye. Um, it's it, you know what a tough situation for John Morris and his players.
0: Yeah, it's like knowing we've got this pot of pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, but knowing that we're just gonna have to pretty much get flogged. Week after week, maybe this week, this year. But Clarkey, as a Titan supporter, you know you mentioned the three million dollar cap that we've got for next year. It could even be more than that, depending if players move on. What was it like? Because I was excited for you guys. You got Dave Fafita, Tino, and we haven't signed anyone for years. Like, what's it like as a supporter to get these big names come to your club? It's
3: it's unbelievable. It's it's like it's honestly like it's a massive high. Um, reading the headlines, like, you know, you've got to think the Titans. We were, you know, getting the wooden spoon only a few seasons ago. To read a headline saying, we've signed Tino and Dave, it just sparks this unbelievable confidence and just this aura and just this awesome feeling where you're just looking forward to it so much and it's just something you can't wait. It, it's a really, really awesome feeling when you land a big big signing. Yeah,
0: hopefully we'll get some good ones. Now, poor old Wooly Chambers. He's been in the news over the weekend. He's in discussions with the Sharks. He's been put on the total back burner and obviously because Craig Fitzgibbon is the priority, but what's your thoughts on the actual signing of Willie?
3: Well, obviously, Will Chambers is a fantastic player. He fell out of favour there at the Storm, but there was some, you know, really good young talent there such as Curtis Scott and Justin Olin coming through, which, you know, as a veteran, if someone was to say Will Chambers can't offer anything to an NRL club, I would highly disagree. He can still offer the experience of playing for his country, state, and winning premierships. He is definitely a good signing, but not for the Sharks. I mean, I've just got the Sharks team sheet up in front of me here. Connor Tracy, we saw how well he goes at centre. There's Jackson Ferris still injured. Jesse Ramian and Josh Dugan are there. Nene McDonald can play centres. So can Mulatalo. Matt Moylan's going to need a position uh, when Sean Johnson returns. So of all the clubs, I really think the Sharks are probably – would, in my opinion, be the least favorite destination for him because he's not guaranteed he'll get any first grade time and he is getting older. Um, so if I was him, I'd be looking more at a club like the Bulldogs or maybe the Broncos or um, someone who looks like they're going to be around that bottom four that would really be able to use his experience and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I'm not too sure where this has come from. It's a, it's a bit of a weird one all around.
0: Yeah, I agree. Now, finally, mate, I need to get your thoughts on – Poor old Anthony Milford's been dropped, probably deserved. Luke Brooks is right on that that crust of getting dropped as well. What are your thoughts on the future of both of the boys?
3: Yeah, it's a tough one. I think for Anthony Milford, his future is in a 14 jersey somewhere, a similar role to what Benji Marshall is playing at the Rabbitohs currently. I think that's where Anthony Milford could best be utilised, where defence is an issue, uh, steering a team around the park isn't an issue, What his job is, is to come on, create plays, and spark a bit of momentum And with his kicking game and and passing game. I think that's what suits him best. But as for Luke Brooks, um, it's really tough to say. I mean, he's obviously a fantastic uh, bloke off the field, but if we are looking strictly on the field, he's had eight seasons without one finals game. There are so many clubs that will move on a halfback after one or two years of not making the finals. And so for him to have eight seasons at the Tigers, I mean... The real question is, what what, what are the Tigers thinking? Um, their board is literally saying, we accept mediocrity here by uh, continually re-signing him. And so for Luke Brooks, I really don't know. The one thing I will say in his favor, we've never seen Luke Brooks in a strong NRL system. And so I wonder how Luke Brooks would go somewhere like the Rabbitohs if they were to lose Adam Reynolds. Or I wonder how he would look at the Storm, mm. even though that's unrealistic. Um, yeah, I'm just not sure on Luke Brooks, but... Look, I would say both of them will struggle to have a future in the NRL, and that's just due to the sheer fact that with the game change, with the rule changes, halves are being exposed because of they are now big moments that you must take. We saw Sam Walker in just his second NRL game take those big moments and show what a half should be able to do, whereas Milford and Brooks haven't been able to do that on several occasions now.
0: Yeah, totally agree. Well, Clark, you always appreciate the insights, mate, and we'll catch up with you next week.
3: No, James, mate. Absolute pleasure.
0: All right, guys, that was Clarkey. And what about the news about Craig Fitzgibbon? Our boy, he's in the Sharkies. He's going to take us the premierships.
1: He's your new favourite person. He was
0: already my favourite person.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, true. Big news. We should call him right now.
1: (laughs) Break (laughs) the news. See what he's
0: what he's got to say. Nah. He's well, a friend,
1: friend of the pod.
0: He is a very good friend. And Ceraldo too. So we've got them both. Sharkies. We'll just be checking in with Sharkies all all next season, every single week.
1: We're just going to slowly turn into the talking Sharkies podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's wrap in some questions. First one. These are all from Instagram and Twitter. Now, Sammy Matthews, he asks, and this is a good one for you, Andy. Should I hold on to Mitchell Moses?
1: Hold him, hold him. Yeah, I think he's definitely a hold. Look, he, we all know he's been lacking in attack this this season. Um, but look, last year he only had six try assists for the whole year um, and he still averaged 56 fantasy points. So I wouldn't be worried about his lack of, lack of attack. Mm. I think Brown being out this week actually forces him to get back into the attacking style. Um, with round 17, 18, 19 last year, Brown was out. He had scores of 67, 64, and 74. So look for him to actually go big this week. Um, And I think this should give him a kick up the ass. Hopefully, he did have have a cork, so I'm hoping he comes Mm. good from that. Uh, And also, Will Smith, I can't say he is one of the most dominating halves. So yeah, Mitch Moses does sort of have a big score this week. So I definitely hold him, mate.
0: Yeah, definitely. Next one, Andy still asks, is DCE a clutch player in the league? And is he a fantasy buy, Corbs?
2: Yeah, he well, geez, he it on the weekend. That was a pretty clutch play mm. <laughs> to get, get them to the win there. Uh, he's still finding interest. He's got six uh, around the six percent ownership price of that eight hundred six k though. Like he's got the average of sixty three, whereas that's what he's priced at, and that was his average for twenty twenty. Yeah, I I just think though, you if you go on big, you go Cleary, who's like got nearly thirty more points per game on average so far. Uh, and then you just, there's so many cheap halves at the moment just with O'Sullivan, Schuster, and Walken now in the mix. Um, so he's, he's not undervalued. He's, he's not like he's going to make you money. Uh, and, yeah, Cleary's got the bigger points, so I'll just go for him. He's, he's still a good pot, I suppose, for those non-Cleary owners if he does have games like he did on the weekend. yeah, Turbo's back... Um, and he averaged 60 in the first six rounds with him last year. So he might take a little bit off DCE, but I could see it, but it's not for me.
1: Mm,
0: okay. Next one. Now, Chris McGeary asks, choose between Leeson Armow and Jazz Tavaga. Now, I probably got to apologize a little bit. We did put people into Armow early, but he still did score 39 from his game against Manly. I think he's still very, very relevant. But Jassy's just come in under the radar a little bit as well because – Looking at their team list from today, Bunty's back and a few of the big boys are back and they've only got two middles on the bench and Jazzy's coming under 1% ownership. So he did crack that 70 last week and he does have that PPM, very strong PPM of over one. So if you can crack that 55 minutes, I really like him and he's below that 600K now too. So if I had the trade, I'm just going to hold him now. I got warned off. Big shout out to the fantasy amateur boys. They kind of wore me off. Getting rid of Tarpany today, but see, yeah, I think that was a good call as well. I don't have the trade to do that, and I think I've just got to be a little bit more patient. But Jazzy's on Jazzy's on my watch. I've got him in, in draft, which I was very, very lucky to do. But,
1: boys, are you you're a fan of Jazzy? Well, look, if he's consistent, yeah. Like, i just see if Brown... Because Brownie had the minutes problem with the Knights, with all these players, with Barnett, with Guerra. Uh, who else was it? I think it was Lockie Fitzgibbon coming off, and their minutes were so... They fluctuated too much. So I think mm. there might be that problem with the Warriors again. So Jazzy could have 60 minutes this week, but next week he'll have 30 minutes. So that's the uncertainty for me. That's, but, yeah, that's just me.
0: Yeah, fickle. Uh, call.
1: Yeah, big points per minute.
2: It's a good pickup in draft. It's just they've got an 80-minute hooker, so that's four forwards on the bench. or They're playing Paul Turner there at the moment. Mm. Um, and then you've got a Bunty Foa and Tenor Brown back. So I was, I'll, I'll just... Hold there, but with Fanuil Blake out, yeah, yeah, he's he could be one.
0: Yeah, if you can get back-to-back kind of maybe two or three weeks of stats and show us something, right, It could be a good yeah. pickup down the track for That's, sure. Yeah,
1: like you said, if he could back it up and they get a couple of good wins, then obviously that'll stick and there might be a good buy.
0: For sure. Next one, boys. Now, this one's for you as well, Andy. This is from Zane Gibbards. Now, he wants to know, Junior Paulo and Jamal Fogarty, what do you think of him trading this to Payne Haas and Bunty Afoa? Now what he wants to tell you is he's got no middle cover, but he's got plenty of halves. His halves currently are Cleary, Shuster, O'Sullivan, and Croker.
1: Yeah, so I did have a think about this. I was thinking, I was, I was, I was also tempted to punt Jay Paulo until I saw he was bursting the Raiders next week. Yeah, which he scored last week. He scored him sixty-five fans points, so it's his old club, so usually a step up for that. But then it, the the thing that sort of let me towards this trade was the fact that he has a middle cover and he already has clear in his halves with the shoes to Sullivan Croker backup. No Croker is not really that important, but then I, I would say I'd be more or less saying to trade, but I would change his, um, he's a, a FOA to a Lodge. They're exact same price, mm. The Lodge is actually starting prop, he's starting at number eight, so he's going to get more minutes and he's a he has good pedigree yeah he does <laughs> So, and has is a beast so what did he he's called um 71 within the minutes of 60 to 70 last year which is what he's playing this year so man that's good stats so if you can drop a uh, downgrade a foggity to a, a forward, but i would choose lodge that'd be my recommendation and upgrade Paul to a Haas. i reckon it's a good trade in my opinion
0: nice all right moving on uh bilson 1999 corby he wants to know if Anthony Milford signs with another club, which club do you think would benefit from signing him? Mm, good question.
2: Uh, it's been said a thousand times. He's at running 5'8", so he just needs the managing half. Get Reynolds up there. <laughs> if Reynolds was with him, I think that's, they've got money and they've got no one. Broncos should be going after him big time. I don't know. It's a, it's a hard one. I was trying to look around. Like, If you go to some of those weaker teams – He's just in the same position he is with the Broncos, like Knights or Eagles maybe with a, a pierce or a DCE. Um, but I do know. He just really needs to find his confidence. Did, did you guys have a think about this question? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I did. Did it come from Canberra? Yeah, I've got,
0: that's who I was going to say. I was going to say Canberra at number 14 or hmm. if the Dragons miss the eight and they punt Corey Norman, Hook will bring the boys back together.
1: Ooh, that's a good spice.
0: He's and doing it. He's, he's bringing back the whole Brisbane team. He may as well keep going with Milford.
1: <laughs> Bring back Lockyer.
0: He, mate, Darius Boyd will be back soon.
1: Oh, no. no, Wayne Bennett's retiring, mate. He won't be back.
0: <laughs> no, Andy you didn't have a destination. You just had Canberra as well.
1: Oh uh, no, I was thinking more or less the, the Canberra. Going back to his old club. Okay, um, but then they've got Whiten, so it's sort of it's. I didn't really actually have time to do this one, but. I like your idea with the Dragons. It yeah. goes back to Dragons and it brings, his, um, <laughs> brings his terrible form to them as well. Nice. That would be exciting. <laughs> All right. Next
0: one, Campbell Connor. He asks, should I move Ricky to emergencies? Well, we actually recommend that you sell him if you've already used your trades and, yeah, move him to your emergencies and then punt him next week because I think he's at the top of his top of his dollars. Next one, Andy uh, J asks, if, pick one between Brooks and Fogarty. Uh,
1: I would pick Fogarty. Brooks has had years to deliver, still hasn't, and Fogarty's getting better and better. So, look, opposed to the other guy who needed to get rid of his half to get a mid, uh, if you can keep Fogarty, I reckon you should. He's mm. averaging 56 without his injured game of I think it was seven, and Brooks is averaging 30, 53. But with Maguire being so hot and cold and the Tigers not going so well, I don't like Brooks's job security. So Fogarty's killing it. He's got Fafita to make him look even better. So out of those two, Fogarty's my man. What do you reckon, boys?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. And he's dropped behind that 600 because of that game where he got the cork. He's below 600k now, and he scored a 60 last week. So I think he's actually a juicy price, mate. And they're about to they're hitting some momentum as well. I think Fogarty got to jump on that wagon when you can. And he's got the round 17 by too. So if you're going to trade someone out, I think from here on in we've really got to start looking at this trade period as well. Yeah, true. So I think he's a good one. Corbs, did you have anything to add before we keep moving?
2: Uh, yeah, well, the next one I think I've got sort of ties in with the Fogarty and their good draw. But yeah, I'd go Fogarty for sure.
0: Yeah, nice one. So next one, when we go to Kai Woods, yeah. he wants to know, Corbs, would you trade Tino for Bunty of Foa or Tyrone Peachy?
2: It's a, he's a break even of 41. one. like Looking at the draw that they've got coming up, Um, they've, they've got Manly, Then I'll get it up just in a second. Uh, I would hold. He's only got a break at 41, so if you've got big issues, but he doesn't seem to be the buyer that people predicted. We sort of mm. warned people off him a little bit. We were never overly keen on him. In his defence, though, he did get reshuffled at centres with the semi-injury last week, so that did hurt his score big time. Uh, if I was to make a buy, I would go peachy with the dual in his role looking clear with that 13. He's got an average around the 50 minutes. Tanua Brown and a follow back this week. And Armour seems to suit, um, yeah, well, he's got the starting role. So there's a bit of a battle there and you're not quite sure who's going to get the bigger minute. So well, I don't think it's massive panic stations there. 41's definitely achievable. And he, he did score quite well in his starting prop games before that. Um, but if you were to pull the trigger, Peachy would be my pick.
0: Yeah, nice. Now, Andy, next one. Physio Phil asks, when are you getting your Dragons jersey on? <laughs>
1: Uh, I still haven't got one. I didn't even find one. Um, <laughs> Surely the Flack boys can get one too. Yeah, maybe. Let me do some research over the over the week, and maybe you might see me on on the weekend for a brief minute for a photo, and that's about it.
0: <laughs> All right. Next question. Tom Woodhouse he asks, who are your top five keeper middle forwards? Angus Croydon needs to be number one because he's a jewel, right? That's yeah, just a, yeah. kicks it off. Yeah, I'd
1: say so. Renault Grants. True.
0: Two, Watson?
1: Mm, Haas, surely. Oh, I had
2: yeah. Haas up there. I what didn't was, really put it. I just went my five. Did you just go yeah, your I, five
0: best, or did you go? Because I'm, I'm uh, thinking maybe value. Like, what are we doing?
1: Oh, he said top five keepers. Keepers are usually the ones that cost the most. and You can put them into. Yeah, yeah, five is in, get you want to see. Yeah. You want to end with them.
0: All right, cool. So you're going to go Haas, Crichton. <laughs> yep. Yep. I guess originally I said Welsh, but I don't really want to end it with Welsh. So, Tohu? Tohu Harris. Yeah, he's got a duel yep. as well. Yep. Who else we got? I've
1: got well, Twal the- and Yo. Ooh, I've got Twal and Jerbo.
0: Yeah, okay. I think they're, they're fair calls.
1: Which Gerbo is the killer guy's kid. If, yeah. if um, Tommy Tovovich comes back and plays a bit of form, then maybe his brother steps up and mainly go well, he'll go well. So, yeah,
2: we'll see. Ye- Yo just take, seems to get the few more attacking stats as well Yeah, with the Panthers. Totally agree. Now, Hanzo,
0: he asks, is Ben Hampton from... Well, let's be honest. He's been in Trap City for a long, long time.
2: <laughs> as, as soon as I saw that question, I allocated it straight to you. <laughs> <laughs> the problem
0: is, he's been in Trap City before. He's kind of coming out of Trap City, but... He's on the brink. He's right on that border. At 290k, I don't think you can make too many mistakes with him. He's got a break even of negative four this week. He'd combine pretty well with, with Drinky, and he's got that jewel. So, no, he's not in Trap City, but he's got potential to be Trap City. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, well, the Cowboy's been backed into a corner again, and he has helped him out a couple of times, not really being fancy relevant. But in the role he's playing now, he's he kicked more meters in Hampton. So, look, he has got potential. So... Yeah, I might not be, i to agree
0: with you. Yeah, I think you just give him a chance because it's the first time really in his career he's had a crack at being a number seven. So good on him. No, he's not trap city, but I like playing the song. Trap city, <laughs> bitch, trap,
1: trap city, oh, bitch, Trap city,
0: bitch, trap, city, Bring me your turn back. Where is bitch. Oh, <laughs> Moving on, Matthew Tackett, he asks, with Luke Brooks apparently on the outer with the Tigers, any chance of them picking up Lockie Lewis? I would say no. It's just they don't upgrade. They if they're going to upgrade a halfback, they have got to get someone better. I think that's actually a downgrade. So I'll say no. But he's got a few questions here. Corby he asks, could Dane Laurie be a, could be be considered a keeper if the Tigers pick up some form?
2: Yeah, you would want the the big like big three, wouldn't you? In, in the um fullback position, wing of fullback in Latrell, maybe Ponga. Uh, Teddy if he can sort of bounce back a bit more and Pappenhausen but he's got that average of 45 he still has 150k to be made I think he can sit around that 50 average if he doesn't it could be a swap for Turbo who could also be up there but um, after the bunnies he then has Manly Dragons Titans Knights so Mm. he's got a good little run after and he's you know he's only fresh so yep he, he could really just keep sort of improving and at the moment, he looks pretty good. Yeah, I like but, him too. Really, yeah, I think there's bigger fish there in terms of keepers, early days.
0: All right, Andy, you're making some massive moves this week. You're thinking these ones. Sell me, Kalen Ponga.
1: Uh, well, his first score back, I, I was gingerly, I was going to get him in, but I was, I'll let him have a first game back. Had a hit out of 60 points, and that's with a try. And that was with a fair few nice players out, so they weren't obviously didn't play a cracker game. The Knights, but his break even still 63. He's kicking goals again, and he's only owned by 2.2 percent at the moment. Mm. So Knights get a few players back this this week, and uh, he lo- he. It's just that he loves that eyes up footy. His step is dangerous against tired forwards. I'm seriously considering getting him in my team. And then another little kicker here. He's versus yeah. the Sharks. Last, Last time year, the yeah. sharks. Hundred eight fantasy points. He killed us. And don't forget the unicorn points because his name is Kalen Ponga. So <laughs> I'm I'm dropping mm. little, dropping uh, for life. We can't figure out it who it was, but I'm bringing in Ponga and Bird. Oh, that
0: two percent. He could end up being a pod. Who would have thought Ponga <laughs> would have been a pod? Yeah, yeah I crazy. think he's
1: he's going to go big and. I think he's just missed playing footy. He looked like he loved it when he scored that try, and he's pointed to Brimno with the one-one. I yeah, like a little bit of. I big, do like back that. Yeah, yeah.
0: I was in an Uber on the way to the Benny Barber weekend, and I watched that. I, that was that was hilarious when he did the one for one. So.
1: Yeah. All right, uh, boys. Yeah, he's a he's a don't don't wait. Or I reckon my guess or my uh, pick is bring him in.
0: Nice. I like I like the certainty. All right, last question, boys. Three questions from Martin Atatore. and the first one. Andy will actually, we'll, we'll all do this. I did a little bit of a look at this as well. He goes, What's your thoughts on who will partner Cleary in the halves and what will be the makeup of the back line? Why don't we start with you, Andy?
1: Well, I think Luwai is, is eligible, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Luai, Cleary. Cleary's gone, so. Kiri Luai, it just—it's worked before in the past. Having yep. um, club half play and represent, just have that—that that mental makeup where they just click with each other. So yeah, is playing beautiful football at the moment. He, he's a danger for Queensland if he plays there. So he's a sure thing for me.
0: Yeah, I think the well Teddy picks himself. Addo picks him, Addo Car picks himself. I guess it's the other three. I had kind of either Whiten and Latrell. I think they've got a debut Lomax, and I think they've got a debut Brian Tohu.
1: Lomax is playing way too good this season. I 100% agree.
2: Corbs, any thoughts?
1: Yeah, it's a
2: tough one. The centres is a big issue. It's just you want to find a spot for Whiten and Turbo and Luttrell. Um, but then we saw last year they got outplayed by sort of just regular centres. Yeah. Um, yeah Papanau's in a 14, though.
0: That could hurt all our fantasy teams, though.
1: Would well, rather look at him the not weekend. play. With Lomax on the weekend, his defense was the main reason why Parramatta's edges couldn't go anywhere. He was stellar. And Look, I'm a para fan saying that, so that's – well done, Lomax.
0: Yeah, next question was whether Luai and Toho were going to be eligible. And Jerome Luai was in the squad last year, so the rules haven't changed. They just kind of denied Jason Tamalola today. So both those boys are 100% eligible for this Origin Series. And final question for tonight is to you, Corbs. (laughs) Oh, it's a bit of a rip, actually. He goes, you guys need to pick up your games for your smoky picks last week. Rapana and Lisa Narmel were duds. Yeah, fair call. Cool. But I do I do admit I feel for Rapana, given that his failing was probably due to other circumstances. Your thoughts on Rapana there,
2: Corpse? Yeah, I'll, I'll turn this back on TK because I listen to him, <laughs> him as well. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well. We'll get something wrong, but we, we can admit that. Can't predict injuries, though, with the Rapana one. Like, he... Oh, we talked about this the other night he was absolutely gassed there's a lot more k's in the legs at fullback as opposed to wing arm out with his points per minute the stats were there um so like yeah if you if you got him then you still have a good amount of time for him to do his thing with um adam fanil blake out so yep. like, like leave him be and let him make a bit of coin maybe not play him in your starting side um if you get him, then you'll still have a good yeah, good amount of time I said. Played the biggest minutes of the year, which is a win for any mid. Um, but then he also just scored his lowest of thirty-nine, which <laughs> what a goose. usually usually that is not a correlation. It's usually um, bigger minutes, bigger points. We did mention though, Peachy Bird Sullivan as picks last week and they went well. So we get some right, we get some wrong. We'll just give a bit of info and um, on certain players and then you sort of go from there. Yeah, Martin. Hopefully, Rapana bounces back this week because I did pick him as well last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was nearly going to do it too. But
0: boys, that's it. That's a that's a nice little show. Big shout out to one of our best friends, your your cousin Justin Flack on the birth of Marlowe, his little boy. So I know he's regularly listening. So him and Christy, congratulations to you both. So yeah, awesome the little seems thing.
1: Like he's cute as yeah. yeah he's I, first,
2: also- first weekend Draggy's got the win over Paris. So another little Draggy. <laughs> yeah, I've got no chance. I've
1: got no chance. Hence, I've turned him to a para fan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Marlo, it's... Marlo. do Draggies (laughs) are
1: All
0: right, gentlemen, thank you. We'll be back tomorrow for Punters Club and some tipping. But uh, for now, stay safe and we'll check in with you tomorrow.
2: See you, boys. See you later.